Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And we are nearing the end of The Mandalorian, Kenton. Uh, I'm very sad. I am too. And the last the last episode has left me shaken. It I feel it? a little shaken. Okay. I, yeah. And between, and I, I said before the podcast, this week was uh, a big week for TV that makes me feel shaky. Succession. <laughs> and folks who watch that will know that shaky, ep- like, whoa, like a great episode, but it made me feel shaky, just like The Mandalorian. A great, ep- I think this is one of the best Mandalorian episodes. I love it, but I felt ill at ease. At Did the somebody very end. die in uh, Succession? Someone might have. Okay. Well, I'm, I don't care. Uh, but the way, the way, the, and no spoilers on this, uh, on this sure, show. I, sure. you know, I'm not going to tell anybody who it was. Uh, the, um, but, but what both of these shows. Tell me, both of these shows are very um, different in the way they approach storytelling. Let's just say that. That's what they have in common. Okay. And there's a way to take something that's a TV trope and to turn it into something that may, that actually has meaning. And I think both of those shows did that this week. You know, I think actually now that I think about it, Star Trek, Picard did it as well. Oh, yeah. uh, because they did also have a character die. Not, not like a main character, I would say, one of the newer ones from the series. Uh, but they also had a big moment when they brought back. This is I don't know if it's go ahead. Or spoiler. Are, yeah. They brought back the Enterprise D. They brought back the D, Kenton. Um, <laughs> it was. I don't even know what that is. The D. Uh, but, it's, I'm, but I'm shocked and horrified by no, that spoiler. It's, it's the it's the uh, the ship from the Next Generation series, the series that I grew up with, like that was my childhood series uh, that crashed on that planet at the end of the first <laughs> movie. Remember the first like one with um, with Malcolm McDowell and yeah. William Shatner was in it. Yeah, and they, they the killed. Thing. They killed. They killed Bill. <laughs> they killed Bill, but they also killed yeah. the Enterprise. They crashed it yeah. on the planet. But apparently, uh, the Prime Directive means they have to collect all the parts, and then Jordy spent twenty years restoring. <laughs> so that's the story. What? That's so, his story. That's his character arc. That's right. And it's, and and Jordy is now the keeper of a museum of ships. So they go to the museum, and there's all the ships, like the Defiant and the Voyager, and all the the original Enterprise are all there. Mm-hmm. All the TV shows ships are there. Interesting. It's, it's nostalgia, such nostalgia. But you also said that watching Star Wars and Star Trek in a row, which is how they're televised or streaming, whatever, whichever, um, that it is the the difference in production quality is noteworthy. It, differences, not only in that, but also in performances. I would say that the Star Trek, some of the Star Trek people are having a hard time, maybe getting back into it <laughs> after a long time away. But uh, this is, of course, is like high quality. This is like we were talking about the 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 budget of this show is as much as it would be if it was a film, a full on Hollywood film that we would go see in the theater. And so we have like eight hours or whatever of content here. Uh, I can't imagine what they're spending on this show. It's, on the Mandalorian, it's it's hundreds of millions. I would suggest it's it's but from it, from and from one episode to the next, things ch- change wildly in terms of settings and things that we see. Like like I, you know, I there's there's a end credits with an army of people mentioned there, and it just seems like you would need an you do you need an army of people to to somehow make this happen. I mean, yeah. it's really odd. It's uh, on-inducing. 
and the and the pacing is weird too because this show like again oh, yeah. it ends on these weird kind of cliffhangers sometimes or it ends on, on these things and then it begins in a weird way too like this show this episode rather begins oh yeah uh, well it begins on Coruscant clearly we have our friend our spy who uh, you know who who or double agent I guess you've been calling her right the one who who I don't think she's a double agent she's well, not no, reporting she, no, now to she's each not other. yeah now now we she's know she's just she an outright spy right we she know. needs to be she needs to have the mind flare the same way that the mind <laughs> that she wants mind flare somebody else the doctor yeah so yeah. uh so but this is like right into the first episode we find out they they just reveal flat out that Gideon is the villain we knew we kind of figured it was we there was hints of it of it we we um postulated there might be a higher villain that is mentioned in this but i don't think we're going to get him this season um, oh, and they, and they do name drop him too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, but I know of course we're talking about Grand Admiral Thrawn. Right. Uh, who I I do believe we will see his face in the final Do you think Mando- so? Yeah, next, I th- next episode. I think that's why they teased it at celebration. I think that's why okay. they were okay doing it because I think we're going to I think that'll be maybe the big reveal, maybe. Then reveal also the the actor who plays him, or do we yeah. know the actor who plays him? We do. It's uh, Lars Mikkelsen. Oh right, Mads, Mads brother. Mads brother. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Okay, cool. Who, who turns out is a tall, gangly fellow uh, on the stage at Star Wars Celebration. I watched that interview, and he is way taller and thinner than what I thought. It's going to be an interesting performance. I okay. Think. And he provided the voice in Rebels. Yeah, yeah. he's doing the voice in Rebels. So yeah. there you go. So that that's nice. And and uh, so we we're starting here with a, a probe droid, good old fashioned Imperial probe droid. Which is uh, meeting up with our spy, and we have Gideon on the holophone talking to her. And she now now we find out that Gideon was also behind the pirates that were attacking Navarro, right? So that was also something. What was the point of that? Do you think? Um, that that brought the plot forward, uh, one way or another. To to um, but what what's Gideon's motivation in attacking Navarro? Is this just a distraction or something? Yeah, like that? I think I think that's partially it. I also think he, um. Well, we learn something later in the episode, but I think he has a beef with the Mandalorians. He always has. Yeah, he always does. will. He's actually more of a Mandalorian fanboy than anything else. He kind right. of wants to be a Mandalorian, right? Right, that's right. He wants the dark saber. He wants to dress like them. Yep. He, um, so I think you know part of it's personal and part of it is a distraction. It's part of a strategy. Yeah, I'd say. Um, and uh, so we, and here we are looking at him. He's, we find out he's alive. And uh, I like I like how holograms work. <laughs> they work however you want them to work. Pretty much, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's either you hold I, it in the palm of yeah. your hand or you're in a probe droid. I this whole thing with the oh. gates. This reminded me right of it's, it's episode one. It's those like force field gates that they yeah. fought through in that final battle. Um, so that's so cool. Then he comes into this like so it's a shadow council. It's like a yeah. hologram hologram meeting between all these evil uh, imperial warlords and there's i don't know like are these supposed to be people i know yeah. one of them i knew one name out of this group there's a second one palion yeah uh from from thrawn who's who's been uh is yeah. that a character from heir to the empire uh that's right Admiral Pelion, yes. Or Captain Pelion? yes right. and he's thrawn's right hand man right. he's yeah. not as smart as thrawn but he understands thrawn's motivations and so he's he's uh Oh, yeah, and it's based on Sherlock Holmes and Watson, I understand. Is that right? So he's okay. like the Watson to Thrawn's Sherlock Holmes. Okay, By okay. the way, you, there is someone else here you would recognize because his oh. last name is Hux. Oh, yes, And of it's Hux's dad. It's Hux's dad. And do you know who's playing the role? No. Hux's brother in oh. real life. That's Domhnall Gleeson's brother. <laughs> well, there's so many brother. freaking Gleeson's out there. I don't like. I mean, yeah. there's like a million of them, so right? So Domhnall Gleeson's <laughs> brother is his father in this show. But I also- his real father to play, Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> but I know, that's hilarious. So, so um, and by the way, this actor is also 
in an Apple TV Plus show called Bad Sisters and in a Prime show called Frank of Ireland where he plays an idiot with Dom Hall Gleason as idiot brother <laughs> or whatever. So and, and that is well worth checking out. I actually can't believe it's the same actor because he is such a as if, if you watch Frank of Ireland on Prime, you will see a very different performance okay. than what you see here. Like Dumb and Dumber. Uh, in one of them, and in this one, he actually seems like he's a corporate man. Yeah, well, this yeah. this is kind of like I guess the beginnings of the of the first order, right? This is oh yeah. Uh, uh, we've, even the stormtroopers start are starting to look like those stormtroopers, like those ones that are standing alongside as he's walking through. Commandos. Those, the, the design is starting to look more like the new stormtroopers um, that we had in the in the new movies. So uh, so we have you know we have. Um, Gideon and Pelion and all these guys talking about what they're doing. They, they say we have to still appear disorganized. They're trying to organize, though. It looks like um, Hux and Pelion are, like, hoarding all the resources. Mm-hmm. He uses the word resources a lot in this spiel. So they he's saying, I need a, I need stuff. I need some Crimson Guards. I need some TIE Fighters and Bombers. I guess those were those were his TIE Fighters and Bombers that were blown up in that other episode. Remember, we were wondering where all those came from? It's all Gideon's stuff. It's all his... Well, we still don't we don't have complete confirmation on where they came from, but we heard uh, but they came from some place bigger than what was previously known. Yeah, and yeah. I, there are the point is there are resources at their disposal. They just have to convince them to share mm-hmm. them, and I guess they do. So, and he's saying we need more, you know, they're challenging. Uh, we haven't seen Thrawn yet. Where is he? What's the plan? They don't really like they're not happy with the way this is going. I kind of like that. I kind yeah. of like that at this point Thrawn is like a legend or well, don't worry, don't worry, he'll show up kind of thing. And it's waiting for Godot. Yeah. Where, okay, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Yeah, it's okay. The secrecy of We have to keep return, it secret, yeah. right? And he's like, hey, my secrets are my stock and trade, and I haven't heard anything about this. And, like, let's let's get some answers. I, I like that they're squabbling within the group. I like that. Like, that's the dark side. It's like, yeah, they all want to control the universe but at the same time they would like they would not think anything of cutting each other's throats right yeah yeah. So what comes out of this? Basically, he gets the stuff he wants. Well, he puts in an order. He puts in a requisition. He uh, and they look at their. They even look at their pad. They're like, "Oh, yeah, I have it here. Yes, I see your." That's requisition. right. And he's like, uh, <laughs> "Amazon Prime. I yeah. have Prime, so I don't pay for shipping." <laughs> That's right. And <laughs> oh yeah, they talk about Hux's yeah. like now this they say called the Necromancer program, which makes me think that they're bringing yeah. people back from the dead. So, but then he makes a reference to clones. He's like, "You like cloning so much." This is Snoke. So, Oh, okay. It's Snoke. It it's has Snoke. to be. Yeah, okay. It's Snoke. It is working on bringing the Emperor back. That's Necromancer, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, that's got to be what they're talking about. That like where they're and actually we do see some bodies and tanks there when he's walking yeah, through. Yeah, I guess so. And I don't know. Can we see inside the tank? Ah, you don't have to go. Back probably, probably look, won't. But, yeah. But I think that's what we're talking about. We're talking about like this show clearly is going full on. With Ahsoka into Heir of the Empire territory. Yeah. We might even see, like, Gasp. We might even see Luke, Han, and Leia together again in this show. It's, I think it's possible that uh, uh, maybe we're not, we're not, we may not get the Heir to the Empire the way it's written in the books, but we may see sort of um, a side version of Han, Le- Lua, Le- uh, Luke, and Leia. Doing their thing. Han Lua is their known Han as. Lua, yeah. Yeah, that's their couple name. Um, no, th- I think that we'll for sure get Mara Jade. I think that's inevitable. People love yeah. Mara Jade too much. We're heading not there, to, aren't not we? to bring her out. So that will be, yeah. And, but she was like a love interest for Luke. That's kind of what she was mm-hmm. meant to be. 
and uh, which I think they've never done really. So that would be an interesting way. It'd to be go. weird. Yeah, it would be weird for sure. Yeah, he's kind of like a priest. Uh, okay, so anyway, we this discussion continues, and they basically agree. Okay, we're gonna take out the Mandalorians. That's the big threat here. So they're gonna give him what he needs to do that, right? Well, it's you know they take his order and all right, let's see how this all turns out. They're they're you know a little a little bit at odds. So then we come to the uh, we're back on Navarro. We have a, again a big shadow falling over the city. This is very similar to when the pirate ship came in, uh, pirate ship. Um, and uh, you know it, it's not that though. It's a it's a light cruiser. I love that. Mm. I gotta say I love that he did the same correction that you did when I called it a star destroyer. You're like no, it's a yeah. light cruiser. And then his droid calls it a shuttle. He's like it's a light cruiser. <laughs> so we're all on board with what kind of ship it is. Well, that, right. And it does look like, I understand the confusion. Yeah, but it's got a big logo yeah. painted on the bottom of it. Who did that, that, do you think? Whose job was it to that paint that logo? That actually crossed my mind when I saw this. I was like, man, that would have been a huge, like, Chromar printing? Hello? You're, you're never going to believe this one. I have a decal. Yeah. I, have a, I, have yeah. a, I have a wrap. <laughs> yeah, I, have a wrap I need a decal. Just so you know, it's going to wear off in cold weather. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it's going to peel off. Anyway, so there you go. So the Mandalorians <laughs> have arrived in Navarro. They're, now, I, I was confused. I... You know, I guess the pirate battle seems like it was a far time, a long time ago, but they they did defeat the pirates and then they went to get the rest of the Mandalorians. And now Mm -hmm. they're like, so now they're coming back with all the Mandalorians, not just the hardcore ones. These are the ones who take their helmet off. And now they're bringing these two sides together, uh, these two sides that hate each other, I guess. Yeah. Right. So there's kind of an interesting uh, dynamic. All right. There's a lot. So we're seeing the armor looking around. There is a lot of strange attention paid to the armor. In this episode. Yeah. And I see people online saying, okay, this is called Spies with an S. Yeah. Could it be and, – and people – I mean, I did this I, – I, a few times I thought, oh, the camera's looking at the armor in a weird way. And when, when she flies into the clouds later, we see another odd se- uh, scenes with her. Is the armor a spy for Gideon? Could that possibly oh. be? Maybe. Like, what are we talking? Who's, who are the spies in the in the title? It's right. one, the one at the beginning that we saw. She's a spy. Right. Who are the other? Who's the other spy? Like, it's spies plural. Right. That's usually so, that means something. I, I I don't want the armorer to turn out to be a um to to uh, and and when you think about it, her role in bringing them all together is pretty integral. Yeah. Is the point to bring them all together to kill them all at once? Like Did she like, do that? Oh yeah. Because if that's if that's true, then it's possible. But why would she be doing all the other stuff? I don't know. Yeah, she's very much into the, all the yeah. tradition and everything. And I don't feel like that. Now, why do they take the kids away here? Why can't the children be around? <laughs> There's going to be a fight. Take the kids inside. Take the kids away. Uh, There's going to be some vulgar language. <laughs> so yeah. we have the two sides oh. meeting up here. And yeah. uh, the, all the helmets. I was. I thought maybe they would take their helmets off. Like There's like a bit of a pause here. Is everybody on one side takes their helmets off and the other side does not. Right. Uh, of course, except for Din Jaren, who doesn't. Of course, he's he's with them. But um, yeah, this is a you know pretty typical, I guess. No, it's good. I love the uh, once again the Mandalorian uniforms are great. Huge range and different yeah. uh, types of, of uniforms. One of those, uh, what's his name? Um, oh God, I can't. You know, the names are just escaping me. The guy who's who's leading the other side. You know the guy. Oh, I'm yeah, Axe Woves. Axe Woves, thank you. Yeah, sorry. Axe yeah, woves. yeah, sorry. I, I was like, I blanked out there for a he second. Woves. It's a weird, it's like a verb. I always want to say wolves. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a tough Axel one. Wolves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, uh, his helmet looks like Boba Fett's. It's almost yeah. exactly like Boba Fett's. That, and that so. actually made me wonder. I, I The whole time I thought Boba Fett will show up, and I still think he might he in might the last still, episode. Yes, he could, yes. I mean, he is an honorary Mandalorian. He has the chain code. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which uh, Mando, which uh, Mando recognized in a prior episode, that would be an interesting. Uh, hey, Luke Skywalker is still kicking around, but that was the end of the other season. Yeah, I yeah. don't know that they'd pull that one again. No, no, I don't know. It's, I love this scene that we have. Uh, of course, uh, Grief Karga comes up and uh, yeah. greets him, gives him a nice bottle of wine. Yeah. Uh, he's like, save that for a smaller gathering. That's going to be going on. And then they. <laughs> This, this is, is the best. Part. This is the best part of this episode is IG-12, not IG-11 anymore. And I love they march them in sideways so you don't quite see what's happening yeah, until yeah, yeah. you see, until they because they know it's funny. Yeah, and they pan down. We see this guy, the Enzelin, uh, the Babu Frick guy. <laughs> what did you do to IG-11? They made him into a, a basically a mech suit, a robot suit kind of thing for Grogu. It's hilarious. Oh, it's great. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Oh, oh and, a, and apparently, okay, so I mentioned this to you before we did the podcast. I heard on another podcast today that oh, yeah. um, potentially this little guy, when he says, no squeezy, bad baby, he apparently says, I'm out, mofo. <laughs> Except he says the full word. So let's, let's do you want to see if we yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's right. crawling out here. Like, this is well done. They've got this little oh, guy, yeah. and they've got him passing along. Now I'm going to turn up the volume here. Hold on a second. Bad baby. No, squeeze. I'm out, motherfucker. He says it. Oh he goes, he goes, I'm out, motherfucker. It's just a little bit bad. Oh, no. That, it's not, I'm out, motherfucker. Oh, it is, too. He is, too. No, absolutely not. There's he no is. way they would allow that. They would, they would not allow that in. Um... It's sound design. Okay. It's the sound designer. Well, yeah. So there's. You find find him in the credits. It, sounds, it says they're sneaking it in there. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Find a rogue, rogue sound designer and a, a rogue one. And and I think um, next week he won't. His name won't be in the credits. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Someone's uh, getting fired right now. I'm gonna compare the credits. Well, it, it would be interesting though, is if they take it out because they can, right? That's kind of the difference. Is that right. we have the McClunkies and the remember that right. one where the guy was like there was a shot where one of the grips was on in the scene or whatever, somebody mm-hmm. in jeans. They took that out, so there is mistakes that get put in. So if they really didn't like it, they will take it out. I totally didn't see the guy in jeans, by the way. Oh, neither did I. Yeah. So okay, so, so we've I, got <laughs> Grogu in his uh, IG12. This is a, oh, this, so good. I know this is a genius little. I like. I thought earlier in the season when they showed IG11 kind of um, you know going back to his old programming that there might be a floating device that, where they'd use his weaponry for Grogu. I never it never occurred to me that it would be Grogu riding inside him, <laughs> and he's like pushing him away, like he's really getting the hang of this. He's like, no, yeah. no, yes, yes. I'm sure he'll be able to say other things eventually, <laughs> like they can program other. I love the the yeah. droid. His droid is so concerned with the bust. That's the same bust that got knocked over the last yeah. time. So. And, I, and I like I like uh, I like uh, Carl Weathers' joy at this. He kind of gets a kick out of this. And he's not even like, no, no, let him try it yeah. out. Come on, let him try it out. And right? by the way, we need this action figure. We need <laughs> yes. it now. Yes. Oh my god. Like, I was almost ready to take my IG-11 figure and my Baby Yoda figure out and force it, like, <laughs> make it work. 
I was ready. The only thing it gives me a little bit of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle vibe for Krang in the middle of the Krang had a robot body like that. So oh, that's I don't a little know. similar. Yeah. No, no, okay. Some I'm people a, might think of that. I'm unfamiliar with them uh, apart from their names and love of pizza. Okay. Uh, speaking of eating, Grogu is using his body to grab fruit from a fruit stand that uh, that Mando then has to pay for, and he's going to squeeze a melon here or whatever this is. Yeah, it's this just is good, good stuff. stuff. Yeah, it, it is. It's just like you know, like more comedy with the suit. Let's you know, he's going to have a hard time with it, but he's not going to give it up. There's no way. Grogu's going to give it up. But when you think about it, he is now, if he gets the hang of this, IG 11 yep. was already pretty deadly. Like, assuming he's got all his weapons and stuff that he would have before, plus the force, Grogu's going to be pretty formidable in this thing. Right. And I, uh, we, I think they're saving something up for the finale because we, I think that scene with the fruit and everything is very comical, but I think we will see him grabbing some. Some military faces or something. Yeah, he's, well, he's <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna be seeing him using that stuff. Although uh, he, he does use it kind of in a, in a different way later on, right? Where well, he steps in. I noticed that this film, that this film, this show is very careful. Uh, like a bunch of times, I was going, kind of going like, "Where's Grogu? Is he okay? Where's Grogu?" And each time they give us a shot that shows Grogu's okay. Yeah. Like they, I think they just picture an audience of children <laughs> or whatever going like, well, baby Grogu. Well, it's an audience of adults going, like, where is yeah. Well, adults too, but I mean, it would be like mortifying for children if he, if we don't know where he is. So, so they do a very nice job of kind of, he's here. We are lifting him off the ship here. He's running away here. Yeah. Like it's good. Well, also, they show Mando checking in with him quite often. Like yes. he's always worried about him and concerned about where he's like, step back, take cover, telling him to to get out of the way uh, because obviously in danger. Yeah. Uh, but now we're at the great kind of rallying speech. So Bo-Katan is is talking them into going back to Mandalore. She's basically saying we have to go back, we have to park our ships in orbit, and then go down and fix things and bring and take the planet back. Um, so she's trying to rally the troops around that. I need volunteers from both tribes, she says. She says there's uh, mighty fine people on both sides, she said. <laughs> and then, and uh, uh, so, yeah, But they're all going to go, but they're yeah. just going to take a little group down to scout out and to see what's up. And then they're going to start bringing the – say Cullis. So they, I guess they're not going to stay in Navarro. They want to go yeah. live on Mandalore again. That is the plan. See, and and uh, I was actually surprised by some of the volunteers. Oh, yeah? I was. I like uh, – why would the – like the armorer did volunteer and once again – uh, there is a weird focus on the armor here that uh, I think that people have picked up. I picked up on it just watching the show, but I noticed more people online suggesting that this is we have evidence here that she might she might have orchestrated, including um, there, there's points on her helmet which might come into play later. Okay, so. I, I didn't even occur to me. I did. I do agree that there was some focus on her, like in that shot where yeah. she's going back and she's basically like. I yeah. I was so confused about the injured people. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're, uh, they 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 rushed through a couple of things here. Yeah. That, that is a. Li- I I agree with you on that. Yeah. Because I thought we were going to see some things we didn't see. Yeah. So yeah. we have here. So so it looks like she's she's convinced them. They're all they they have a bunch of volunteers. They're all going to go off. I mean, what does Grief Cargo think of this? He's like, hey, you just got here. Why are you taking off? Like, what about the pirates? He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't. You know. I guess the pirates are destroyed. But the point was for them to protect the planet. I thought that was what the point was. So the fleet takes off, and now they're either sitting ducks up there, or they are going to fly into action. I don't know what to kind of expect with this. Yeah, and then we slew, yeah. like we kind of, it's almost like the exact same looking planet. Like there's a little bit of a confusing, I was like, okay, yeah. it looks like they went from the same planet to the same planet, but okay, they come to Mandalore, they make their plan, only one ship goes down, which is um, Bo-Katan's. 
And then she's got the drop ship. She's got yeah. the the uh, the troops in the back. I got a little bit of aliens vibe from this. You know, this is like the when they're sure. going down to the planet, and getting ready to drop, or even you know, Starship. Which is it's never a good idea in aliens to let's <laughs> let's just land for a day and check it right, out. Right, let's yeah. go down and check out. Yeah. But maybe that's what they're going for, right? That kind of thing. There is danger on this planet. We have established that there is a lot yeah. of things. There are a lot of things on here that they don't know about, and they only went a little bit in that last trip, so. I think Bo-Katan just wants to go see the Mythosaur again. She's really keen on that. She hasn't told anybody about that. And that's the other thing that the um, armorer knows about that nobody else knows about is the Mythosaur. So. Well, and also, uh, uh, oh, well, this is our second dropship, by yep. the way, in uh, in this season. And it's they know they have something good because we can't get enough of this dropship well, shot. And they seem to be, yeah. I mean, even the participants seem to like it because they drop open those yeah. doors way too early. And they just they look at it. And, oh, this is, this is worse than I thought. I was here when it happened. So... Yeah, yeah it's very is... cool, though. It is cool to watch these guys drop out. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And then we see kind of they're going along. They're all looking down. We see Mando. Okay, they're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, this is such a great – this is the money shot where it just – down they go. We see how we got, yeah, there's Grogu again with uh, IG-12. <laughs> we need that figure. We need it. Yeah, we, I'm sure they'll release that. Yeah. That's a, That's a no-brainer. I did notice I was out at Walmart and I noticed there was a magistrate grief cargo, not a high magistrate. Yeah, that's right. So I sure saw that, that one too. <laughs> there we go. They're down. They're going down. They have to secure the landing area. So they're so kind of cool. like, like they're boom. This shot is awesome. They both land. They land on the ground. And they have to kind of fan out and make sure everything's safe. And then they, the ship comes in to land. Right, yeah. and that, it's fine. I mean, there's like nothing around right and now. So the fleet right now is in orbit, right? Yep. And once again, sitting ducks, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, um, I don't know. It's so hard to know where that. We don't, we don't know yeah. where the danger is at this point, right. right? They don't know. I mean, they don't really know anything about Gideon at that this point. Mm. Um, they're just coming back to see what's left on their planet. Although, I guess, you know, Bo-Katan knows more about Gideon than she tells us later. And also, they're going to take it back from the all of the creatures and everything that is. Yeah, yeah, the in. spider creatures and all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah. there's that going on. But they do find other people here. I'm going to fast forward a little bit just to get to this part here they do find there's like a big like a sail bar i love it a, a cool looking um land ship <laughs> i guess you could say that they uh find i don't think we've seen there hasn't been much in star wars that looks like this barge it's pretty cool like yeah maybe jabba's barge a little yeah that's but... what i thought about yeah definitely jabba's barge it's like a big you know yeah. big ship that kind of rolls along and it's basically the survivors it's the ones who stayed yeah. on mandalore who who were like um, didn't go anywhere. They thought they, yeah. they, and apparently they thought the war never ended. They thought they never surrendered, uh, but it turns out they did. So yeah. we have this. Uh, I guess that's revealed later. But the ba- basic thing of this is that um, you know these people stay behind. They've been surviving this whole time. Where does do the injured thing? Like, how are those people injured? Or are they starving? Or what's the what is that? Well, they they're not doing well. They said, "Do you have food?" And they right. go, "Yeah, we do." So they're not doing well. They're um, they're on the they're on the barge and then the um and then they get attacked. But it's also unclear. I thought when I saw that creature, that's the mythosaur. Is that the mythosaur? No, I don't think so. It's just a different. It's just another just another big large creature. monster. And honestly, I got a little bit bored during that. I'm tired of the monsters in the show. What? I'm tired of them. I'm just. It's another monster. I don't. It did, but but it wasn't really. It just gave them a whack. It just smashed yeah, their yeah. ship. It just broke the ship, so they had to keep. They had to walk. I thought that so. was just a minor part of the episode, but I. But when I first saw it, I thought, then now we're going to meet the Mythosaur when the uh, ground started. No, it was just a thing. It was just a distraction up. to keep us. Uh, the the real issue were the Imperials, I guess. 
Um, I noticed the easiest way to get people on your side on uh, on this show is to say you were right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, just Which, agree. by the way, in real life is the hardest thing to ever hear. <laughs> Nobody yeah. says that in real life. No. Yeah. So if you can get one of those in a lifetime, I'd be surprised. So now they decide yeah. to take these uh, the people who are need medical attention. Some of these survivors need medical attention. They need to take them back up to the ship. The the armorer takes them up, and then the rest of them keep going to um. No, oh yeah. So this is the conversation where where Mando basically pledges his allegiance, right, and says mm-hmm. she's like having doubts about being a leader. She's having doubts about this uh, because of like everything that's happened. And he's like, no, no, you're 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 the one. This is this is why I'm behind you. And he kind of like reinforces her leadership, really. Yeah. And I think it's great. He does a, you know he's just like this is you are awesome. Keep doing what you're doing, and I'm here with you, basically. Yeah, this is good. Uh, I I love all of this stuff. Like, I I think this episode does a great job of uh, setting a tone. And, like, even just seeing the pictures now on the screen, it's just, like, dark and brooding. And, like, all indications are that this is, like, this is a treacherous – this is going to be a treacherous journey. It really reminds me of Empire Strikes Back in terms of tone. Yeah, I guess. And even in terms of storytelling. Yeah. I get, I get, I do get. There's a, like the Mandalorian culture is just throughout this whole thing. Yeah. So I just, and they've done a great job of building that up and making us feel like uh, we understand it. So now they're going to continue on. Oh no! Now there's the, a conversation with uh, with the. Hey, you can move it forward. Armor. Yeah, I'm going to move it forward yeah, yeah. to the monster attack because yeah. that's kind of the main, the next big. T- oh yeah, no, they're playing a game first. This is the other thing where they have a fight. Yeah. So they're playing like the equivalent of Mandalorian chess. Yeah. I guess. Uh, so, but they have different rules, of course, because they have different come from different parts of Mandalore. Or different and I love tribes. how everything can be settled with a big, brutal brawl. That's right. Like a brawl that would put you in the hospital probably for a month. <laughs> and, and might have gone yeah. farther if Grogu hadn't stepped in. But yeah. they get really upset, and they just kind of basically yeah, the, only the wing guard can flank jump. I, I mean, I, now that I now I want to know what game this is, and they're probably gonna have a real version of this game, but. Um, they get into argument and they get really like they start fighting and they get really worked up and then Grogu steps in and says no yeah. no 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 I no. like just pushes them away. I love that Grogu is the peacemaker. Yep. He's a true Jedi. That's the thing. He is a Mandalorian Jedi, and uh, I love that. I love that. Uh, only probably one person here could settle this fight without showing right. a, yeah. a preference, and that's uh, our little baby Grogu. Nobody's going to argue with him because he's just yeah. a kid, right? He's just he just wants to see them not fight. And how can you argue with that? I guess. Yeah. I guess they can't. This is this this is just a really cool ship, and uh, I notice I so, sort of as you watch the Mandalorian, like or as I watch it, I think, boy, this is really like even when there's people discussing things or standing watching something, it's always compelling. And I think there's a cool factor to the Mandalorian that we were kind of missing from Star Wars in those sequels, like the absolute that like. This is cooler than anything that we saw in those sequel movies. Yeah, you know? and, and actually what you remind me of is later on when they hear jetpacks, right? So then they, they all, and all you hear is jetpacks. Mm-hmm. Are those Mandalorians? And it's not like in the sequels where it was right. like, they fly now? They fly now. Like, that was the goofy joke they made yeah. around that. But I'm like, and we already know who they flew. Like, that was, and all the fans said they've been flying for. Those jetpacks jet are everywhere. Forever. So yeah. that's the difference, right? Is that they're actually just straightforward saying, are those jetpacks? No. And then they figure out who it is. So then we have Grogu step in. No, 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 no. Uh, and everyone says, "Okay, fine, don't fight." But then, and then the monster smashes the ship, right? That's what happens next. Then the yeah, then we, then we see whatever that monster is, and he's a 
he's a brute. Again, I think it's a Pacific Rim ripoff, and I have no there's what? no there's no stakes for me Come in on. this. I don't care. Pacific Rim is one of the worst movies ever made. I this disagree with that statement. Oh, very it's much. terrible. It's not terrible. Oh. Um, but this is just a, another monster from it, and it's got like okay, so it's like an ankylosaur, right? It's got that big kind of club on the back of its tail and it's going to flash the thing. I mean, yes, I guess they almost die here, but you know they're not going to die. They're all going to oh, rock he takes it off. Out some, he takes on some of them, oh, for maybe sure. Some of them. Nobody who matters. Oh, yeah, you're right. There's a flaming yeah, body Oh, yeah, there. yeah. They're, uh, it's, not, <laughs> okay. it's not without victims, that's Sorry. for sure. Okay. Those jetpacks get them out of a lot of uh, close calls, that's for sure. That's right, yeah. And I like, once again, they make a special note to show Grogu being lifted. Yeah. Yeah, two they do. They make yeah. sure that he's safe, so we know that he got out okay. He does, so he does not have a jetpack on the back of that um, IG-12, uh, but that's something they could certainly add in sure. future. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. They can add yeah. anything to that droid, right? So I mean, he will grow bigger than he is. True. Yes, that's so, right. He will uh, presumably he will grow, grow to, like, Yoda's side, size, but right. then he'll be able to move around a little bit quicker. So I just I just kind of wanted to be in the room where they were like, brainstorming ideas of how to get baby Grogu to move, move around faster yes right because that was the problem with him and and not have him be in the um the pod all the time and they give us the hilarious sort of uh uh thing leading to it earlier in the season where he's walking across the sand and almost and they and the camera stays on him almost in a painfully long amount of time as you can see how he's struggling yeah so you can sort of see like yeah we still we solved the problem and and the way Favreau and Filoni always solve their problems is like, what would kids with action figures do with them to solve the problem? And that's and that's a really an action figure play. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Like when Mando attacks the Jawa Sandcrawler in the first season, and you're like, that's what kids did. Yeah, with for those sure. Figures. Yeah. For sure they did. Uh, so now they've gone down to the – they're down in the forge, the Great Forge. Yeah. Uh, underground, and uh, I can't remember what happens here. This, this is, is where I knew they were in trouble. This is where I thought oh, this, this is where they hear the rocket packs. Right. right. This is where I thought this is a setup. You could tell it was a setup at a certain point where they're sitting ducks, just like the fleet up. And that's why I'm worried about the fleet. Mm. But yeah, they're, well, yeah, that's... they're here. They are. They're all together. Um, they, they, they. You, you can sort of see like there's the and the Great Forge, by the way. Um, like there, and I love the idea of the Great Forge because where would they you be able to create all of this great Beskar armor? Well, with the Great Forge, like, this is a valuable thing to control and own, as Moff Gideon knows. Yeah, and then so they're attacked by stormtroopers here, flying stormtroopers with jetpacks. And these are the ones, it looks like the same ones that were, like, flanking the hallway as he was walking down it. Uh, And they're basically Mandalorian ripoffs. Like, it's all, it's Beskar armor. They made a point of saying that. They kind of look like, I mean, the Mandalorian, or sorry, the stormtrooper armor always kind of looked like the clone troopers. Like the clone yeah. troopers were always like Mandalorian. So there was always that similarity. But um, but these ones look really a lot like Mandalorian armor. Like And so they there they are flying in and stuff. But are they – these are people in the outfits, right? Yes, these are not, these are not droids. Right. They were droids in the previous season. Right. Those were droids. These are just people. So I think that's where the – like, you know, Gideon was doing his experiments and stuff. He was testing the droids. Right. But I think what they're finding is droids are unreliable and you have to have humans. That's kind of the message that's been – Consistent well, over the years. Speaking of narcissism, he has that great moment. So we'll 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 see Gideon in a second. There's like what 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 makes this better? Oh, I'm in it. Like like <laughs> yes, like sir. oh oh god. Like oh this guy kill him for the narcissism alone. Yeah, it's 
funny. Yeah. And I honestly just have to say, like, at first I thought he was just doing Gus Fring. Like, it did feel a little bit like that. But this does feel like a different character. Yeah, it, it does. Is, it is a different. Yeah. It's not the same as the other ones he's done. And the other bad guy he plays in, like, The Boys. And I have to say, I hate him much more now yeah. than I did. In, in previous seasons, I was just like, this guy's, like, he's a, he's he's not menacing. We, uh, like, he if it, he's a distraction. more, And even when they have him, he's he kind of turns into a little coward on the on the bridge of the the ship they could have killed him right there as uh both Catan points out later in this episode they could have just and maybe they should have yeah yeah i think that they're saying that they should have yeah. now they're going to proceed now this is where i get confused again they're going down this hallway now they come into this where are they now well this is this has been built by the empire by the remnants of okay because the well, they were in a cave one right. minute and the next minute they're in a hallway so that's why i get confused well the the, the hallway is connecting you know, one section of the underground to another, I think. Okay. And so, and so that this is where I was like, no, 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 no. Turn yeah, around, well, this, turn yeah. around. Like, this is. Where are you going now? Like, this is Han Solo chasing the stormtroopers down the Death right. Star. Like, yeah. it's the same. You're like, no, there's not going to be something good at the end of these Imperial yeah. hallways. And I, I thought they might actually yeah. say the words, it's a trap. <laughs> Because that's what I said out loud as soon as those doors yeah. came down. I'm like, oh, it's a trap. And they're like, it's an ambush. So, yeah. similar to a trap. And we see tons of TIE fighters, like, oh, no. Right? Like, oh, so I, no. So I just wonder, is this like a Star Destroyer? I, it's, I guess it's supposed to be an Imperial base right. that they built That's there. what it is. That's what They so built it. And Gideon they, has been here the right. whole time is what they're saying. That's where the forge is. They, they've, been, they've been forging they've been Beskar. Mining, yeah, mining and forging Beskar and making the armor here. Who has been forging it? The armorer? Like oh, that's another yes I yeah, know okay that's another piece in the puzzle we don't know what the armor has been doing all well this she's time. been with Mando the whole time though she has not been she's like, been available which doesn't mean she's been traveling <laughs> she might have been traveling okay she so, might have been yeah yeah uh, it's like I oh please don't Dude, now, don't do that to us show. this is the scene so they 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 hold down Mando they've yeah. got him tied down they've got you know uh, uh, he shows up. It's this dark trooper disarm him. I thought they were going to take his helmet off. I thought this was going to be our, our I thought um, so too. Pedro Pascal moment, but they did not take his helmet off. And by the way, he's got horns on his helmet like the armorer does. Does he? Oh, I didn't notice yes, that. Yes, he does. So that's one more little maybe potential piece of evidence. But people thought that meant he was a, a Darth Maul acolyte. Well, why does the – I yeah. mean, horns – the does armorer it, is the only yeah. one that actually has horns, right? I don't mm-hmm. think anybody else does. It was a cool idea, yeah. but uh, – yeah, and this is just cultural appropriation. He says, Mandalore yeah, will live on right. me. He's like, I, I just will keep your keep your stuff going. I think it's cool. I'm going to wear the armor. Oh, wait a sec. Where are the birds? Where are the birds? I just <laughs> I just remembered the birds. How old are they? I don't know. It's, it's yeah, this is uh, and it, it's a great kind of monologue. Yeah. yeah, most improvement is that it has me in it. Yeah, <laughs> so gross. Oh, come on, man. He's so, high on his own supply. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, and then, so he's got like he just basically wants to, you know, I guess create a bunch of stormtroopers with this yeah. armor, dark troopers, new dark troopers. Yeah, I'll create an armor that will an army that will bring order to the galaxy. They always want to bring order to the galaxy. I don't think that can happen. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. Well, that but that's you know that's what every fascist says. Right. I'm bringing yes. order. Yeah, like okay. Yeah. 
And so they're getting out of there. Um, what is going on? Oh, no. Now they're scrambling the fighters. Now they're going to go attack the fleet. Right, right. So this is where you're right. The fleet is a bit of a sitting duck. They're not going to be expecting to be attacked. And we don't really see what happens. I guess they'll continue that in the next episode, right? Because they kind of cut away. I hope, I hope the radar is on. I hope we can. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, I hope they're, I, they, but they have very clearly established there's no communication when you're in that one zone. Yeah. So uh, it's just a little concerning. Yeah. And I mean, the armor is up there, right? So well on her way. No, but they show they show her we have we have people coming yeah. back. Like they they make a point of showing her docking with the ship. Do do, do we see her dock? Actually, yeah, well, something like that. Well, she's on her way. I think I don't know that she makes it right all the way there. Oh yeah, we have this great scene yeah. where she takes off. So basically, they all shoot, and then Bo-Katan cuts a hole in the other side so they can all escape. Yeah, and then Paz Vizsla, who's uh, John Favreau's character, says, "Go, I'll hold the rear." I will cover you, and he's just got his machine gun going. And that's where we know. Yeah, he's going to be gone. This is going to. This is awful. Yeah. Well, we. There goes Grogu. <laughs> but they don't show Grogu go through the hole because that would be pretty hard to do. Yeah, yeah. And they show him on the other side of the yeah, hole. Like I right. made it. I was like going, "Don't touch the edges yeah. of that hole. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's so hot." And I actually thought when they caught Mando, I thought they might kill him. I was a little worried that they well, could kill the main I character. I thought they would take his helmet off. Yeah. I thought that was a given, but not 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 quite. Um, this this could have really wrung our hearts by showing us Grogu's scared face too. Yeah, like, but it didn't go. It didn't go over the top. Yeah, and I yeah. I, get, I get what they're trying to do with this, but I don't feel like I just don't care enough about this character to feel anything at this moment. Bo-Katan? No, Paz Vizsla. Oh, Paz. I oh. don't. I don't. We I, learned he has a son. Yeah, we learned he's growing. He's still kind of a dick, though. Growing. He's a jerk about the game. Like I don't like this character, and I'm not. I'm not sad that he died. He has PTSD from the uh, attack. Oh of yeah, Mandalore. that's fair. That's yeah, true. yeah. Like I think that's. I think there's. I think they're showing sort of how the empire. The empire has splintered. Yeah, for and, sure. and by the way, he goes out like a champ here. Well, he kind of does, but he also gets beaten very easily by these crimson wow, guards. Wow, but they're they're like the ultimate. Armored badasses. Yeah, and and, and um, like when we see them, we kind of know. Well, it's been nice knowing. Like even here, so he's still fighting the he's fighting the stormtroopers. Yeah, dark dark troopers dressed in white, <laughs> and he. Um, so we think, and I thought here, okay, he's done it, and that's when, and you even hear the. The music tells us, like, oh, no. And these are definitely sequel Crimson Guard, yeah. not the original nope. trilogy. Because those guys just stood there and this did nothing. This is Praetorian this Guard. This is Praetorian yeah. Guard. These are the guys who, like, fought Ray. Oh, same kind of guard they, who fought Ray and uh, and Kylo Ren. They guarded Snoke, right? Yeah, so yeah. somewhere around here is clone Snoke, maybe, or maybe the first iteration. But I just feel like they just beat him. It's yeah. just way too easy. It's like, oh, one stab, boom, two stabs, there you go. And then th- and he didn't even... He like he fought against the stormtroopers well, but this is just too easy. I thought. I thought. Well, no. They. I mean, these guys. They. They barely move. They each. Each movement is carefully considered and and choreographed. And uh, I thought I was hoping they'd let him take out one of them. He had one of them by the throat there, and I was like, oh come on, let him at least have one, or whatever. And and but and what this does is it sets up these three guys in red as the ultimate badass right. it's like you better be on your game yeah and even if you're on your game you you you're it's going to be the toughest battle you've ever had yeah yeah you're right it does set up those guys as, as being the tough tough ones to beat because who else can beat the Mandalorians? Certainly not not um, Gideon. We've determined that that he can't fight them on but, his own. But now he's got the new armor. And yeah, he's... but you know, so so where are we now? So we have basically we still have the they're going to be under attack up in the orbit. Yeah. Um, and Mando's 
taken away to some cell somewhere. The rest of the Mandalorians escaped except for that guy. Mm -hmm. So they have to rescue Mando and then get back up to orbit and save the rest of them, basically. It's 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 gonna be a no holds barred battle, and uh, this one really ended on a down note. Like, oh no, we are in peril here, and it would not surprise me. I I don't know. I, I think the finale could go one of two ways: either a great victory, we overcame the odds, or an Empire Strikes Back ending, where maybe Din Djarin is still being held. Maybe, maybe we gotta wait till the next season to see. Oh man, that would be. Oh, it'd be yeah. so hard to deal with because it's, you know, two years between seasons. Well, we'll see. I mean, they're yeah. they're. What's the next one? They said they've already announced the next one. The next. Well, they announced the Mandalorian film, but they didn't say when. And that, oh yeah. The, the big. But the next finale. series is Ahsoka, which is August. Yeah. So the, probably elements of this will be picked up in in August in Ahsoka. I I think like. Uh, my only prediction for the last episode, I think, I th- I'm relatively certain we'll see Thrawn. I, I, yeah. I, I think if it wasn't so close, I don't think they would have um, teased it so much at Celebration. Okay. I don't, I don't think they would have given us as much as they did. Do they? Okay. That's yeah, it's fair. And it, yeah, they would save that. It would, yeah. be, it would be a similar reveal as the Luke reveal. Although we would right. be expecting this. We were not expecting the Luke reveal. Right. Right? And. <laughs> But here's the oh, other thing. Oh, you want to watch thing. The Bad Batch? Just going to the Bad Batch. Yeah, yeah. No, no, thank you. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, Bad Batch ends after season three. We <laughs> uh, also uh, once learned. This, once the show uh, ends, I'll finally go watch the Bad Batch episodes. When I need a Star Trek, Star Wars fix, I, rather. See, I, I made it through the end of the Bad Batch. It's uh, It definitely is not my favorite <laughs> season. It's not my favorite show. They're doing one more season of the Bad Batch. And I should also say... One of the episodes and one of the ones you haven't watched is better than usual. Okay, I'll good. say that. But it, uh, overall, if I was a kid, I'd probably like it more. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's meant for. But, yeah, uh, you know, I, hey, I know adults who love it, and that's fine too. But I just don't uh, – to me, it's the live action that's I yeah. find most meaningful sure. in Star Wars. But do you have any predictions for the last episode? Well, I, I kind of – yeah, I agree that Thrawn will show up. Um, I just didn't – like, we kind of were hoping he would be the bad guy this season. I didn't realize that it's gone so quickly, these eight episodes. So, yeah, we do have to have kind of the conclusion coming. And, we, yeah, I mean, it's it's – we we know what has to happen in order for it to make a, a story that is we satisfying, mm-hmm. but I think we will lose someone else along the way. You could be right about the armorer; she could have more to play I here. Hope, I, do, I or, don't want her to be a spy; it kills me. Or she will die, or she will be yeah. killed. That could be it as well. She could sacrifice herself. It's possible. to save somebody or to do something. There's uh, something else too, and I thought, okay, well, the only thing that could take out that base is the mythosaur. That's the only thing. Yeah, and it's underneath, and, right? And so. it's underneath. Yay or nay? Will we see that in the last episode? Uh, no, I think that was a tease for a future season. Oh, I don't think we're going to see the Mythosaur. I'm, I'm done with the monsters this season. Okay, what about uh, what do you think the odds are in Boba Fett showing up? Oh, uh, I think it's I think it's, it's decent. a possibility. I mean, it's all yeah. it is is a quick. Uh, let's. I, I mean, I would love to have him go back to Tatooine and visit uh, what's her name and her her crew again. I, I miss um, what's her name, Amy Sedaris. So. Yeah. I almost had her real her Star Wars name and I lost it. So anyway, I, you know, if they went back there, they would have to get Boba Fett. But they're right now they're in this situation. I don't see them leaving Mandalore to go somewhere else at this point. Boba Fett, Cobb Vanth is still in play. <laughs> That's right. Those two could rescue Mandalorian. Are it's we, possible. Well, are we ever going to get a second season of the Book of Boba Fett, or was that just a one? I don't know. Because there's I, more I, they could tell there. There's oh, more yeah. they could say. I just, oh well, it, the second season has to be. Um, 
Boba Fett needs to confirm whether Mace Windu is alive or dead, right? <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. That's a yes, good season. Yes, going after him, yes. Yes, that yeah. is a good season of Star Wars That's right fair. there, I'm telling you. Yeah. Because, of course, Samuel L. Jackson's up for it. Oh, so sure it could is. be, yeah, this could be really good. But I do, I like, we saw Luke already save the day. I don't think we're going to see him save the day in the finale. It's possible. I don't think no. so. I we still have so. Han and Chewie and a Millennium Falcon flying no, around. No, no. I think, I think that, the big but, reveal is going to be Thrawn. Right? I think Thrawn's going to yeah. be the thing, yeah. I, I, I think so. But I do think, how does Din Djarin get out of there? I'm going to – okay, let me go all in and go, I think Boba Fett and Cobb Vanth. I think. Because one more visit to Tatooine. <laughs> like, haven't seen too much Tatooine. No. I I think I'd like to think Baby Grogu uh, rescues him somehow. Like, like he did for the, um, for the other thing. Or no, he he just went and got help. He didn't rescue him. Well, we need that's the thing. Like he baby Grogu's still a baby. He does have he does have a special touch with animals and creatures, as we learn. Like the Rancor was one thing, a Mythosaur would be something else. Yeah. Um so that's still in play too. Um he does have a connection with Luke Skywalker. Um that's far more likely than Han and Chewy. Regardless, it has to end with the death of Gideon, for sure. This season? Yes. Oh, you think it's going to oh, yes. happen? Oh, absolutely, yes. He's done. He's so done. So Gideon gets killed, Thrawn shows yeah, up. Yeah, that's right, yeah. It's, it's oh, Because they've wow. already done two seasons with Gideon as the bad guy. They can't, Or is it three? Was he the bad guy in the first season, too? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's, I mean, come on. Give us a new bad guy. This is enough of Gideon. <laughs> I'm done with him. Well, I, we I have. See we now. You're right. I never thought of that. We have a circle of bad guys. We have a lot now. of bad guys now. Yeah. So yes, and we've name dropped Thrawn a few times now. Um, you're right. If he like as a if I were a writer on the show, I think I'd do what you're suggesting, which is like hoist Moff Gideon on his own petard made of Beskar, a Beskar petard. Yeah. He, that's what he needs. He needs the worst. <laughs> And um, and then we're like, we've saved the day. It's all good, but it's not all good because there's a blue dude uh, floating around in a white shirt. What's what I'm most interested in, and we probably won't get to this next week, but at some point mm-hmm. they're gonna have to explain how Snoke came about and what happened to Thrawn because Thrawn wasn't around in the movies, right? So they, it's well, weird. They've kind of bookended this this part of Star Wars with these sequels, and I kind of wish they had. Well, that's what I think Ahsoka's going to do. Okay. Ahsoka's going to, because remember, we saw Ezra and Thrawn with the whales off to who knows where, yeah. parts unknown. And so wherever Ezra was, Thrawn was. Um, so we don't need to know in The Mandalorian where Thrawn was because we'll find out in Ahsoka. <laughs> no, we need to find out what, what how Snoke yeah. comes to be is what I'm saying. Well, like, that's and the... I think we're making – I think that's clearly what what The Mandalorian is doing. It's 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 We, we wade in slowly on The Mandalorian. And, um, hey, we, we get indications of cloning and necromancer. And we, we get all this stuff kind of coming together. And it's all leading to that, I'm sure. Now, will we ever see a scene in The Mandalorian with six Snokes standing around a room? That'd be hilarious. Well, there was a lot of, there was a lot of um, uh, what is it called, jars or whatever in yeah. the Emperor's place yeah. where he was. <laughs> there was a lot of dead Snokes sitting yeah. around. Exegol? Exegol. I actually right. remember. Where he had his convention of emperors going. Like yeah. It was all a bunch of emperors. What was that? I don't know. They're all Col- standing Col- around. They're, they're cheering, but they don't intervene in the fight. Yeah, that was a weird. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they just cheer yeah. on. Yeah, I don't um, want fans like that who watch me battle and watch me get killed without intervening. <laughs> I want the ones who intervene. Yeah, please yeah. put the camera down and, and, help and who me. say you were right. <laughs> Those are the two things I want. Uh, should we do a recap? What was what was uh, announced as Star Wars Celebration? 
Well, I think because we did our our podcast the day the Ahsoka trailer came out, we were pretty good. They they um they announced the final season of the Bad Batch is season three. They announced three new Star Wars movies, which we talked about. Oh, in the and last or podcast. season two got a new teaser. Yeah. We yep, but it's not public. Okay. And similarly, they there was skeleton crew footage. You can see a little bit of it leaked online. Acolyte, a little bit of it leaked online, but there's no official one. Lars Mikkelsen returns yeah. as Thrawn. Yeah. So that's good. I think um, <laughs> it says the first trailer for Ahsoka features. You see the back of his head. You don't ooh. see his uh, of Thrawn. Yeah, you don't see his face. Oh, but apparently, they then and the next day at celebration showed his face. Oh, I see. Okay, and we, which we have not seen, and that's fine. I don't really want to see it. To tell you the truth, I'd be better being surprised. Yeah. Okay. So Bad Batch season three they announced. Yeah. Tales of the Jedi oh, yes. season two. That's uh, those, were, be good. those were okay. Yeah, yeah I those like those. Good. Season two of Star Wars Visions. That's yeah, that May fourth. Oh, May fourth, be with you. Okay, so good. we can talk about that on the podcast too. But I loved, I, I, I loved. There's episodes of the first season that I love for yeah, Star Wars yeah. Vision. There were some really cool ones. And what I've seen, and there's a Wallace and Gromit one oh, this year. Yay. Wallace and Gromit Star Wars. Like, are you kidding me? That's not much claymation. Oh, that's yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a and it looks like there's two that are claymation. That's awesome. So oh yeah, I can't wait to see that. But yeah, and so yeah, I think that's going to be great. I love having something on May fourth to look. Yeah, they to. always. I think they're yeah. really leaning into that now. And then of course we have the Indiana Jones yeah. new footage, which that's is not good. Star Wars, but still Lucasfilm. So they announced it, and I I just don't I I couldn't get myself uh, to care about this movie. See, <laughs> I don't uh, know why. I think the trailers look great. I'm sure they do. But but I am very scared about anything involving time travel. Like, yeah, that's like, I don't know. Like I don't if know. that's what this is, it may not. It, it may, may not just be. be a chance to change the past without actually. Yeah. Like I don't want to see Indiana Jones traveling and meeting himself. No. In the past, that's, no, that's not. I don't want that. I don't. We don't need Back to the Future. We don't need the old villains from the old movies and CGI versions of them, like faces. Yeah. Although the face melting guy would be cool. We don't need to see him behind Chuck Berry. I watched. <laughs> I watched. Uh, it's funny, actually. I watched Firefox the other day. Have you oh, seen yeah. the film? With, with I, I've Eastwood? seen it multiple times with Clint Eastwood. One of my dad's favorite films. It's a great I film. It, and, I love it. Uh, I, there are two two villains. Uh, one Star Wars villain, and one of the admirals. I don't remember which one. Oh yeah, is the is the Russian. He's the bad guy Russian. It might have been from Return of the Jedi. And then also the bad guy from the guy whose face melts in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark yes. is one of the scientists that helps Clint Eastwood get the plane. So I thought that was kind of cool scene. And it, was, it would have been right around the same time. It was like 1982, yeah. so right when those two movies were being made. Um, it's just cool to see that kind of stuff. I went to see Firefox in the theater oh, as wow. a kid, and uh, I enjoyed it then. When I went to see movies as a kid, it was always the comparison was, will this be as good as Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. And and so Firefox, I remember going, this is pretty good. I remember I loved Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And when Star Trek came out, I was like, what a bomb. I like even... <laughs> That, that was the first time as a kid that I went to a movie and I knew it was bad. And yeah. I knew it at the end of the movie, I was like, no one's going to like this. And it's true. Star Trek The Motion Picture is a long, long slog. Yeah. And I think it's got interesting ideas. But holy, to get to that punch, that's like M. Night Shyamalan territory. Well, I think they learned a lot of lessons on that movie about what yeah. what it meant to transfer a TV show to a movie. Yes, yes. I think they were trying to do that, yeah. and, it, and they didn't know. I don't know how many people had done that at that point, but uh, yeah, that's that's certainly not a great movie. 
Uh, but yeah, Firefox is awesome. What I like about yeah. Firefox is it's, it's abrupt beginning and ending. They both like starts super quick, yeah. just jumps into like he's being chased by a helicopter, and then at the end he just flies off, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> presumably he gets the plane back to the states, but you don't find that out because no. he just flies. He kills the other evil plane and then flies off, and that's the end of the movie. So. And it actually reminds me of another great film about flying, which is Blue Thunder with Roy oh, Scheider. I love that. Yeah, that, the helicopter. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Two great movies about flying machines yeah. or whatever, uh, played by great actors, like great, like who would be, Clint Eastwood would be great in Star Wars. Oh, sure. And uh, Roy, the late Roy Scheider, who he, in Jaws is just so freaking good. And he's basically playing the same character in Blue Thunder. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I mean, he, it's so good. He kind good. of became yeah. that persona. Yeah. Like that's his, you know, he did it in Jaws, but he just yeah. did it in everything. Like same with, um, what's the other movie he did uh, that I saw him in recently? I don't know. He's I see got, him all the time. He was in everything in the 80s, 70s, and 80s. Him and Richard Dreyfuss, like just, and uh, Robert Shaw, for that matter, great character actors who you see pop up in movies. And like, if they're in the movie, there's going to be something good. Is there, is yeah. there no talk to bring back Jaws as a franchise? <laughs> I think, that, and that, you know what's so unfortunate about that? The first two films are actually good. Oh, I don't, I disagree. I think Jaws 2 is pretty oh, bad. Oh, but, but, oh, you still got Roy Scheider in there. Like, yeah, I mean, you got him, you got yeah. the mayor, you got some of the people back, but it's just not the same story. When and it turns into 3D and Jaws is capable of chasing people across America, I like that's 3D. a problem. I like Jaws 3D. Oh, with Dennis Quaid. Michael anyway. Caine. Michael Caine. No, that was the fourth one. That was the fourth. What, that was, was the revenge. Fourth? Yes, that was the one that. I thought he was in 3D. No, that was Dennis Quaid. Well, it's all about the Mando for me this week. Yeah, it's just of course. So it's so great. Yeah, it's such a good show. And so now we have one more episode. We're going to see, yeah. of course, where this goes and then have a bit of a lull, I guess, until Ahsoka starts. But, hey, that's okay. I thought everybody oh, – well, except for Star Wars Visions, which is something in between. But um, I thought all of the people who are bitching and moaning about the previous week's episode about Lizzo and Jack Black, um, that I knew – you could oh. tell that was a palate cleanser. Right. That was a, yes. a wacky – Silly episode in in advance of the dark episode. Right, yeah. And that's what uh, partially what made this one work so well, is people started going, this is just a silly season. There's nothing important happening. And it's like, just when you least expect it, you can never count out the man, the Mandalorian. Yeah. It's always going to be, it's always going to bring you back. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. We'll be back next week to wrap up the final episode of The Mandalorian. I'm Dan Vatabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you on the ass. This had better work. That's no moon. <laughs>